Generals, welcome to the One Graham Army Podcast. I am Graham, and I'm fired up for today's episode. My guest, one half of the hippie gang, man I've known for a great many years, Mr. T. Flizzy, the beast. Hold on, General. Man, man, I'm good. I'm well, man. Everything's good. What's going on with you, sir? Not much, General. I know we mentioned before the podcast, it's been a long, we go, but we go way back, but it's been a long time since we actually got to sit down and kick it around a little bit. I was really glad to hear that you had dropped that new track, so it, it was a, it was a perfect excuse to have you on and to just sort of, you know, <laughs> reminisce yeah, man, a bit. There's been many moons, man. Like you said, it's been a couple presidents and all types of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, can't, can we curse on this? Oh, yeah. No, this isn't the radio. Uh, the, uh, but yeah, the, uh, the, the world is a different place since we last spoke. You know, I think, I think, I think smartphones, text messaging, I think all of those things <laughs> yeah. happened in the interim. I think we yeah, yeah, it definitely did. I think we were still on no kids. Let's, um, yeah. It's definitely, yeah, it's, we it's it's life though, man. You know, you get older and you, you gain more responsibilities. You just get, you get yeah. slightly more boring. Um, but yeah, I know. Less, uh, oh, life ahead. just gets not fun anymore, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I think you experience enough fun though that at some point you, you your brain is developed to the point where you can't enjoy that kind of fun anymore. You're you're way too aware. No, that's real. You know what I mean? You're way that's too aware real. of the consequences of your actions that if you acted like you did when things were what you think is fun, you, you know, you would be freaking out. You'd be like, "Oh, I'm really I've I've gone way past the line here." No, 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 no. That's real cuz I cannot get it like a room full of people like a gathering a bar or a club mm-hmm. or anything it's like i get anxiety now it's, i don't know i'll be like oh no it's too many people in here i don't know who got what let me get on up out of here no you it's know? yeah well, i don't know your, your survival instincts improve as you get older you know definitely def- definitely with kids too because it's like before we were like just whatever yeah now, now you have to really think about it like hey hold on gotta make it back yeah absolutely all your decisions all your decisions carry a lot of weight and sometimes if you're out too long you start falling back on old behavior patterns and you start you know man so you don't even want to put yourself in that situation and then when i look back i just feel like i was just like the dumbest young dude ever like what was i doing what was i really out here doing so lucky but i think that was fun like yeah yeah Yeah. wow no, no I can say my dad is wow. Wow, yeah, no, I can't. It's a, it's I, a blessing, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and a lot of you know, a lot of really good luck, I guess. Because I mean, there's a yeah. lot of the things I did growing up. I, you know, sometimes I think about them and I have to shout the memories out of my head. You know, <laughs> like so, sit at my desk at work and I'll go, ah, what? And someone be like, what? I'll be like, I just remember this time I almost went to almost went to prison for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
And that's such like, you know, we can say it so casually. People look like, what do you mean? Like, uh, I we need more time than this. We need way more time than this. Yeah, no, specifics aren't necessary when people ask me, but I definitely always, you know, I always, I'll be like, I just remembered something horrifying. I just remember. I just remember when I got away with something I shouldn't have. Actually, at this age, whenever something bad happens to me, I'll go, "What did I do to deserve this?" And then I go, "Oh yeah, that's right." <laughs> <laughs> now, that's some funny shit right there, man. Uh, it's absolutely oh, accurate. Man. Oh man, well, how's it been down there, though, man? Down uh, south ever since you moved from this windy place, man. Hot. Hot, uh, easy. The cost of living is nice. You know, the pace, the pace is just right. But you know, the other thing I've learned from being gone from Chicago and having traveled so much is that, you know, people are kind of dealing with the same stuff everywhere you go. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I, I start to see the similarities in people and, and then also the unique qualities of people from where we're from, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And it's also like you get to see how easy it is to like steer clear of it. Oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. Somewhere else. Because it's like, oh, you know, I just, hey, when we're at home, it feels like you can't. Yeah. Well, and it, it helps too, you know, because you, when, you're, when you're traveling, when you're abroad, you don't know anybody, you know, you're. Exactly. You know, you could still end up in a wacky situation, but I definitely think growing up where we grew up prepared me in the way that I can read a room pretty well. You know what I mean? Man, listen, listen. That's what I be telling tell my girl all the time. Like, listen, you are so unaware. Yeah. Like, where we grew up, <laughs> you have to be on the swivel. You yeah. got to. You just have to, you yeah. know, and you got, you got to at the very least be able to read the room around you. You know, and you have to you have to treat the people you meet with X uh, X level of respect because you don't know who they are. You know, I think that's yeah. I think that's something that's lacked in my travels when you meet like particularly boisterous people. That I might that's uh, something I always tell them. I always like you don't know you know, you have no idea who you're running up on. Exactly, and what he's capable of, or who he knows, and yep. all of that, man. Yep. Yeah. Oh, now we were talking uh, before the podcast, though, about, you know, we used to make music together, or at least simultaneously. And I know I was floating the idea out there. We'll come up with a name for it, but I definitely think you guys need a hippie gang podcast of some sort. Yeah, we've been we've been looking into that, man. And um, it seems like a good idea. We want to get a camera with it. You yeah. know, so everybody should sit there and, you know. Absolutely. Talk, and I think it's a good idea. Yeah, and that's and that's what I was telling you before the podcast, though, is this is all, all of this equipment I use for doing my podcast was just from when I made music. This is slightly easier because I don't actually have to compose any music and the things I say don't have to rhyme. So it is definitely a weight <laughs> off my shoulders in that. But it's diff- It's a different, uh, it's definitely a different uh it's a different skill set, though. I'll say that I've learned that over 120 some odd episodes. Is that like the conversation? Having a conversation is a little harder than you think. But you know what? You're always good at that, though. You you you're a conversation person. 
you, you know how to, you know, talk to people. So I feel like this is like a perfect fit for you. No, I, especially if you if you can put words together and rhyme. Shit, this is way easier. It it is, and that yeah, that I guess absolutely. And I certainly appreciate you saying the, that about me. But I when I went back though and listened to how I had conversations with people, I realized that if I was going to have any hope of people, other people listening to me have conversations, there were some things I had to do structurally different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so uh, so I've been bumping your new track a bunch lately. Uh, the new one, Breeze. Yeah, I've been bumping that Breeze hey. a bunch lately. Who who's doing your production now? Uh, that one was produced by Jared Beats. Um, he's a producer. I'm not quite sure where he's from. I kind of like just stumbled across it and was like, oh shit, gotta have that. You know? Yeah, I went and got it. Pretty much, you know, and the rest is history. Did did the little thing, you know. For the longest, it's crazy because I wasn't into the music anymore. It was kind of like I was just like, ah, I was done with it, you know. And I don't know what happened, man. I don't, I don't know, man. We just got to yeah. rebranding ourselves and doing the little hippie gang thing, coming at another angle because. If anybody knows me, I'm the biggest hippie in the world, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, you know, um, but Breeze, um, I, I got a lot more music, man, coming. Like, I've been working hard, man, working, working, working. Yeah, you know, that was that was something I was I meant to ask you, though, because as far as my involvement in making music, it's basically like I stepped into a time machine in, what, probably 2006, 2007, and now I've been transported to 2018 as far as my knowledge of like how the dynamics of making and marketing music are concerned. I've noticed that a lot of people will release one track at a time here and there, like really spend time fine tuning one track as opposed to releasing an album. And I- yeah, because the whole dynamic of this shit has changed because of social media and, and, you know, just the Internet in general. Like, a lot of people are, like, you know, it's it's almost like you don't need a label for anything but, like, you know, mass marketing. And right. you don't even need them for that if you have money, you know. So it's, it's, it's a, definitely a new way that you can market your music rather than back in the day out the trunk masterpiece style, you know. Like, right, you right. Know, hand, hand to hand, you could reach way more people absolutely well you know i burnt about a million cds in my life so i definitely know Mm -hmm. that goes back to high school we were both we both came up passing out our cds Um, but i do kind of wonder though about why is it just because people's attention spans are so much shorter now why people don't just you know why independent artists don't uh aren't as inclined to just release a whole album anymore as opposed to just dropping yeah. one really finely tuned track. Cause I guess you can pump it for longer too. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, you can, you can push a track like Fetty Wap, you know, that, that my way he pushed that for years before it actually took off. And, you know, with the internet, you can really like, like I said, you can just push it and put like a lot of people doing it on their own now. So they only have so much money. So they'll put it behind like one track and just push it and push it and push it until they get the funding that they need to really release some stuff. But nowadays, you know, one track could do it for you. 
Yeah, that's accurate too. Well, and, well, yeah, and I guess too, if you're an artist and what you're doing is releasing a track at a time over a big span of time, you can like, oh, this track is hot. Then you could go record a bunch of stuff. And if all you're responsible for is one track, you're probably more. It's probably more likely to gain traction with people, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then as you know, uh, uh, building up your fan base type thing, you don't want to release an album and nobody really knows you. Yeah, no. that's true. Nobody knew me, and I think I made like five. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> five. We did it too. Yeah, you know? of course. And yeah, no, you guys have a whole. We, you know, between us all, we have an entire discography. People will be like, "Wow, these guys made an." And it, it's not even facetious. We made an obscene amount of music in the early two thousands. Yeah. Consider yes, the man hours we put in sitting in people's basements and offices and studios and you know mixing it down and all the time i spent dragging little tiny audio files around so they hit the beat just right you know what i mean and just like mastering down you know and i would do that for hundreds of hours for an album if you considered it especially as many samples as i would use and they're just constantly tinkering with them yeah man so it's like you got to balance it out, man. You got to balance it out. And then the way they're doing it now, you know, I'm still trying to really kind of figure it out and get it out there. But well, you're just getting, the way they're doing it now, it's easier, though. Yeah, you're just you're just getting your feet wet again. And, and to go back to your previous point about how when you got sick of making music, I mean, I had that same feeling. And then the idea of doing a podcast came along. And it was weird in that time between when I was making music and now. I was doing almost nothing creative. And I know that once I started doing the podcast, I felt kind of reborn in that just like I finally had my hobby back. I was finally making something again. You know what I mean? I was finally creative energy. Exactly. And I guarantee you, you know, like you said, when you kind of fell off of making music, once you took a break, I guarantee you, once you started doing it again, you felt, you know, similarly, at least. Mm hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Because, you know, we were always creative Mm -hmm. and. We've been doing, we've been at it for a while, so yeah. it's definitely a passion. It's just you know, like you said, we we got so many songs and man hours. It just was kind of like yeah, yeah. Now it de- yeah. yeah, it's do it's free work, you know. And you definitely, in order to do a bunch of free work to do something creative, uh, you have to enjoy it. Like it has to be fun. It can't be work, you know. You have to stick to it. You know, you have to grind. But, it, you know, if you're if you're pursuing something like that and you stop enjoying it or you stop, you know, you stop enjoying working for it, it's it's hard to move forward, especially if your life is full of other real responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But, yeah, this this struck a chord with me also because, you know, I enjoyed playing with sound so much yeah i spent so much time playing with sound i think the very i think the first beat i made was in uh 2012 i think and then or two i'm sorry uh 2001 no it was before that 1998 sorry i was looking at something else at 2012 but yeah it was like 1998 was the first beat i made but i had been playing with sound before that like when i was in like elementary school i had got a reel-to-reel tape recorder from a garage sale and I was just obsessed with sound. So when I had that big stretch where I wasn't creating anything anymore, uh, you know, I really, I felt a void in myself not playing with sound. So podcasting made a ton of sense. 
Yeah, I, I always did that too, man. I used to take regular tape recorders. I mean, like regular, you know, cassette tape players, and put two of them next to each other, play one and record on one. Yeah. Had the music playing in one and then rapping in another. Absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, it was crazy making a hard. I thought I was doing something, but I had a studio at the house. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. But then also, we used to rap into the fucking monitor. We put a napkin, literally put a napkin over the, the built-in mic of the monitor when we first like got cool at it. Oh, yeah. Like, a couple of our first albums, we were literally rapping into the monitor with a piece of tissue taped over it and no. that was the pop filter <laughs> yeah absolutely you were just dying yeah you were just dying to put something together yeah i can't remember mm -hmm. my i think my very first microphone was uh one that i had bought at a garage sale too and it was definitely not it was i think it was a like a microphone that would be used in a bass drum on a drum kit like not a not a microphone for you know recording human speech and I, yeah, I definitely, yeah, I definitely started out there. I had this weird tape recorder when I started making music where you put a regular cassette in it. And if you think about a cassette, like the way the tape works is there's four channels on a cassette tape, like on side a, there's a left and a right, you know, for stereo. And then when you flip the tape over on the other side of the tape, there's a left and a right for side B. And like, that's how the sound is stored on there. I had this this recorder that I had bought from Guitar Center that used a regular cassette tape and it would record a mono track on each track of the tape. So it was a four track tape recorder that used a cassette tape. So it wasn't, yeah. so like it wasn't quite stereo, but you also couldn't flip the tape over, you know, you would have to dump it into something else after that. Yeah, I think I know you're talking about, I had one like that too, it was a, a task cam. It was a task Ooh. cam, yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, I yeah. bet mine's still in a box somewhere in my pops crib. <laughs> I think I'll pawn mine. <laughs> yeah, somebody could use it. Yeah, no, I know I had mine. I think mine might be in a box somewhere. Yeah, man, the task cam, man. Usually brought back memories. That's 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 like ninety nine type shit. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that was ninety eight, ninety nine when I was operating with that bad boy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I definitely had one. It was blue. Yeah. And that, yep. Yeah. Yep. And it had a, two sliders on it. It looked almost like it had a built in mixing board. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, I had that exact, I had that exact thing. And then once I got a computer, you know, it was a whole different nightmare of trying to figure out how to record sound into it. Like you guys, like you said, you guys were rapping into the, the, the microphone on the yeah. monitor, you know? Yeah, we didn't know anything about the digital software or anything like that. We're like, what the hell is this? And then we just got to tinkering around and found out we can get sound out the goddamn mic built in. So we were like, fuck it, we just gonna do that. Yeah, no, it's time. Yeah, it's time to record a track. It's time to get this journey started. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. You've been. Uh... You've been paying attention to the news lately at all? I mean, I know the news is terrible, and that's that's a promise I've always made to my listeners is that I would never bring up anything like political or anything. Your timeline is always full of, but I did, I did recently see the story. Did you see about that uh, Lieutenant in the army that stole that? It's not quite a tank, but he stole something kind of like a tank. 
No. Oh. See, I, I try not to watch the news because it's depressing. No, like, I, it's just yeah. bad thing after bad thing. But a lieutenant stole a tank in the U.S. Army? Yeah, so so it's a guard base. I don't know if you know how the guard works, but the guard is like, you know, cats that do like one weekend a month, two weeks a year. Yeah. So, but he, you know, he was a Lieutenant. He was some kind of, you know, group commander. I guess. So I guess he had quite a bit of authority for just for being a Lieutenant, but he apparently went on base and stole this thing. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. It looks kind of like a Brinks truck, but with tank tracks (laughs) under it. And it's definitely like way more heavily armored, you know, than a Brinks truck is, uh, but yes. Oh, so like a like a light armored vehicle. Yeah, like some kind of APC, maybe you know. And he stole it to do what? Joyride. He did. That's all he did. Was he did a joyride? Um, he took the cops on like I think it was like a sixty mile high speed pursuit. <laughs> and uh, oh, the internet was going bonkers with it this morning. I saw one. Uh, I saw a video where it was like a video of him running down the highway with the cops chasing him. And someone had put the smoky, <laughs> someone had put the smoky and the bandit theme behind it, where it was like eastbound down, loaded up in truck, and, and like it was that guy oh, riding oh, with the cops shit. behind him. Yeah, it was crazy. I it, just wanted to know, yeah. what is going through this man's mind? Like, like, what made you say I'm just gonna take this tank and just start riding down the highway on a joyride? Like, he's a thrill seeker for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and apparently he didn't really have any marks on his record, but the article I read, uh, I guess, I guess he stole it on Tuesday and they were saying in the article I read that he had tweeted a bunch of weird stuff that day, but not like weird, like, oh, I'm going to take over the government. But he said, uh, where is this damn water buffalo? All I want to do is get an, (laughs) all I want to do is get an anime wife. Yeah, and then he wrote. Uh, he might be off some drugs. Yeah, we'll see. And then he wrote, "Wow, I think I just discovered a large illegal spy operation in the U.S. government." And then shortly after that, he stole that tank. Wow. Yeah, they did. Wow. They did say in the article that he was under the influence of drugs. Uh, they didn't specify. So, you know, I'm not sure. Maybe it was just marijuana because. I feel like if I had, if I had, if I was, well, cause see, it's weird though. You steal that tank, right? You, you you have to know that you're either going to die or go to jail for a real long time. So I feel like if I stole the tank, I'm definitely firing one up while I'm in there. You know, I'm not going to work the next day, obviously. Right. So right, maybe right. maybe he was just under the influence of marijuana, but the tweets and stuff that, you know, they, they may use that as an excuse. Like, oh, he was under the influence of drugs. Well, my thing is, I don't think, you know, I smoke a lot of marijuana. No, yeah. We hit the gang, and I wouldn't steal a tank. No, I, no, no. I, I'm not saying be... he stole the tank because he was on marijuana. I'm just saying maybe he was crazy or did the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. And happened to smoke weed while he was doing it. Oh, okay, okay, get, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, That's what or, I'm saying. Like, if I stole it, choice. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, they found weed in his system, but you know, <laughs> you know, smoking marijuana is not going to make you steal a tank. If you were a guy who was going to steal a tank, you'll still be a guy who steal a tank if you happen to smoke <laughs> some weed. Yeah. Period. Period. 
Yeah, but they all they said was drugs, and like you, I mean, what he tweeted was completely insane. But maybe he's super funny, and he was like, "I'm gonna do some real something real crazy today." Like I've had enough. Oh man, it'd be funny if it was like a bed or some shit. Oh man, it'd be bad. I mean, but I he did, you know. Uh, he 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 did it. He did it. I don't know what the bet could be though. That is insane, though. Like, come on, man. This it, is the army we talk about here. They they are not gonna stop. Like, what you thought you were just gonna like leave it, jump out, and head back to base like nothing happened? Yeah. Well, excuse me. I guess he told the cops that arrested him that he had permission to drive it. But I'm like, I don't. So you had permission to lead them on a 60 mile high speed chase? <laughs> Cause you know, there's that classic, there's that classic, uh, you know, video we used to see all the time on world's deadliest police chases or whatever, where that guy stole that tank in the past and it was a real tank. I'm sure you've seen that video before. On TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, the cops yeah. ended up shooting him through the hatch. So I had to imagine that he knew that, you know, stealing this, stealing this tank was going to end badly. Right. I, I just don't know of if course. I just don't know if drugs are what would have made him do that. I think maybe they exacerbated an existing situation. Yeah, maybe they were trying to like cover up the fact that they have a, a really mentally um, disturbed man yeah, within in their ranks. Yeah, in charge of a shitload of people. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "This is not going to look good." Say he was on drugs. He's yeah. on drugs. <laughs> just use the word Drink drugs. Drink a little coke on him. Yeah. Right, right. Just drugs. We're not going to specify anything. Just say he's on drugs. It sounds. It sounds way worse. You know, just to say drugs. Right. That's that. You know, that's implying a lot of things. Right. You know? I, I, he's I, on drugs. Yeah, and I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if it came out that he. You know, his dad is some bigwig in the army or on that base and that they'd been covering up him being completely insane for quite some time. <laughs> you know I mean? And, you know, I, I was in the military, man. And especially in the army, there's a and, well, shit across the branches. There's a lot of people who are so tightly wound and so deeply involved with how special they think they are that like, as soon as they, <laughs> You know, as soon as they look through the crack, they just unwind. Like, as soon as they see, like, oh, wait, there were a bunch of people who did this before me, and if I'm not doing it, there's a bunch of people who'll do it when I'm gone. And that, you know, I think, I think that lands hard on some of those guys. You know, I saw it happen to people I was in the Air Force with. A classic job people who retire from the Air Force get is being a greeter at Walmart because they're collecting their little uh, active duty retirement and then they get a little free money for standing around and they get to look at girls in short shorts. But like some of those guys retire at 40, you know, and some of them are super ate up and wound up and they're standing in Walmart and some kid walks by and he's like, eat my dick, you old bitch. Like, and no, and nobody yells at that kid. He can't do anything about it. Like he, you know, there's no repercussions for it. Like, yeah, it's well, that just, he just said that to you. and they lose and they lose their minds it happens to them all the time (laughs) why did somebody yell at him you listen here young man and he's like did you not what i did you not hear what i said about what i'm feeding you for lunch today (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
It's a, it's a real problem. So, and, and this guy, though, sounds like he was young. And as young as he was, it sounds like he was in charge of way too much stuff. Man, listen, I'm telling you, that that is like a more believable story because you know how our government loves to cover things up, you know? Yeah, and that's, a, and that's yeah. an easy one to, that's an easy one to, sweep under the rug and that's how it is in the guard too though because you know the difference between guard and active duty like if you're at an active duty base like if you're active duty military you're surrounded by people who are from all over everywhere you know they they assign you somewhere to be if you're in the guard like if you went tomorrow and joined the air national guard you would just drive down to peoria once a month and and go down there for two weeks a year, and that would be the extent of your service. You know what I mean? Yeah, weekend, weekend and, soldiers. Yeah, and every and everybody down there would be someone from around there. It'd be someone from like Champaign, or you know, there might be like some guy from St. Louis, but otherwise, like you're all just gonna be locals, you know. And that happens. That happens at guard units, and I'm certain. I I feel like probably this guard unit in Virginia where that happened. Maybe this guy's dad. Was in charge of something, yeah. Oh, uh, shit was in Virginia. Yeah, Boy, shit. He might have been off some moonshine or some shit. There's no telling. There's no telling. <laughs> that is funny. That's real, real funny. Yeah, really? and I encourage you and listeners to just just go see the memes and videos. They're worth it. The internet has. I'm definitely gonna look at it. Yeah, no, the internet's done us all a huge favor here. Uh, uh, i mean we're uh you know we're winding down here a little bit unless you want to talk more about tank guy um yeah 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 no just just a lot of music coming man and probably gonna get on that podcast as well but absolutely and like and like i said let me know when you want to or if you need any help at all setting up or with ideas or anything i i've totally got your back i encourage everybody to do a podcast it's super fun and who cares, you know, if nobody's listening, you just keep grinding. It's like, you know, yeah. it's like anything else. All right, sir, where where can people follow you, social media? Go ahead and plug all that, and then I will, uh, after that, take us out on your latest cut, Breeze. Uh, okay, yeah, well, you can follow me. Follow my fan page on uh, Facebook, Keith Lizzy. In, uh, Instagram, it should be Slizzy. Twitter is the same. Um, I'm all over Spotify, Apple Apple Music, iTunes, Title. Check out my new track, Breeze, AOMN. And just a note and, uh, to the Android thoughts, I also was able to find your music on Google Play Music, which people... Oh, yeah, it's also on Google Play. <laughs> it's on Amazon. We on Pandora. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. look. Uh, I, got a, I got a new track on Pandora. Um, what? We're on feature, feature with EZ. You remember Andre Calloway? Of course I know Z. Yeah, Yo, oh, yeah. yeah. See, we didn't even yeah. get into that. We're, we're going to have to have you back on real soon so we can go deep. Because I completely forgot to plug Easy. I know. No, I heard he had a new track recently. It was fantastic. Um, uh, Real quick, where can you find him? You can find him on iTunes. He's everywhere. It's easy. 3MP Productions. Um, Is it E-A-Z-Y? How do you spell it, though? E-A-Z-Y. Yep, that's it. E-A-Z-Y. Yeah. You know, and we got a new track named Money out. It's, it's going pretty well. It's streaming pretty good. Um, we made a couple playlists. We on Pandora. We finally made Pandora. Uh, 
And we just grinding, man. We got a bunch of tracks coming out. We got more tracks, man. We we finna hit them before I turn into Lucius Lion. Yeah, and it's a lot. It's a lot of us characters float. <laughs> it's a lot of us characters floating around down here where I'm at too. So I may have to try to put a net on Brandon or one of those guys. And I'm definitely gonna go kidnap CG and bring him out this way at some point too. Oh yeah, you know what? I got a I got a new stack coming out. I mean, a new stack, a new track coming out with G Stack called um, Major. That's about to drop soon too. Yeah, I heard a little clip yeah. of that. Yeah, I, man, I'm glad. To, yeah. I, I'm glad to see you working. I know I told you a couple of years ago when I started the podcast, or when I was actually, you know what it was? It was when I was going to start making beats again, and I hit you up. But I do uh, the. I want to close this podcast by telling you I am impressed not only by how tenacious you've been in the pursuit of all of this, but also that you have never wavered from how lyrically talented you are when you uh, bring your music into the in, into each era as you've gone. Like you've all you've evolved like, you've evolved you've evolved like a chameleon without selling yourself short. And that's definitely there's a, there's something to be said for that. I appreciate that, man. I try, man. I try to work hard. Oh yeah, I can't. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Go ahead. I, I also have um, a website coming out. It's called theurbanbittybag.com. We're gonna have all type of stuff. You can actually type it in, put your email in, and it'll let you know when we launch it. But it's about to launch pretty soon. We're gonna have man, electronics, gadgets, clothes, Absolutely. all type of things. And that's called that. the Urban so, Goodie Bag. Mm-hmm. all right absolutely man that's beautiful well listen i'm gonna take everybody out on your latest track i really really appreciate you coming on general it was very good to speak to you man appreciate you having me yeah. bro it was good to speak to you too next time uh i'm gonna come live in the studio man i gotta come check you out man it's been a while i'm not that far listen gary's not that far north of me Corey's just over to the side of, or courtney's just over to the side of me we're gonna put this together very very soon sir Okay, okay, sounds like a plan. All right, General, love. All right, love, bro. Yeah. It began. Blizzy. You can't say we blowing on some trumpets, nigga. Look, I stay away from niggas. I can't play with niggas. I ain't trying to get involved. Not much to say to niggas. I'm okay with niggas. They don't trust shit at all. Unlocking doors like I got the keys, yeah This shit finna be a breeze, bitch, you better stay and I ain't finna leave, yeah I stay away from niggas, I can't play with niggas, I ain't tryin' get involved Not much to say to niggas, I'm okay with niggas, still don't trust shit at all I'm just moving for the cheese, unlocking doors like I got the keys, yeah This shit finna be a breeze, bitch, I'm better stay and I ain't finna leave, yeah yeah, I'm a problem, I said it I got the scope, call it credit Try me, you gon' need a medic I see the goal and I set it What you be doing, pathetic See how I move, bitch, I'm ready Shit, get out of hand if you let it Give me my shot, I'm a net it When I'm in my lane, I'm in dreading You niggas ain't finna catch me I'm going Gretzky, I'm skating And I move around on that fake shit I don't point it out, I don't say shit Different kind like I hopped out of spaceship Yeah, I'm in a different class It's accelerated shit you wouldn't pass All I really know is get the bag And I damn show ain't trying to get it last Boy, you niggas tweak with your goofy ass I ain't really into doing that On the track, bitch, I'm doing laps For the gold medal, trying to bring it back Yeah, they wolf like they with the pack But we all know they ain't stating facts They slow
sleep on me, time to wake the nap Now I got him watching like I made a snap Home, Only going where the paper at Stay away from niggas, I can't play with niggas I ain't trying to get involved Not much to say to niggas, I'm okay with niggas They don't trust shit at all I'm just moving for the cheese, unlocking doors Like I got the keys, yeah This shit finna be a breeze, bitch you better stay And I ain't finna leave, yeah I stay away from niggas, I can't play with niggas I ain't trying to get involved Shit at all. I'm just moving for the cheese, unlocking doors like I got the keys. Yeah, this shit finna be a breeze, bitch. I'm here to stay and I ain't finna leave. Yeah. Podcast.